If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. This is Perspectives, the show where an examination of our many differences often shows us how much we have in common. I'm Condis Presley, and today, happy to introduce you to a couple who are practicing what they preach. They have been practicing marriage counseling together for more than 20 years. Our guests are licensed psychologist Dr. David Woodsfellow and his wife, relationship coach Deborah Woodsfellow. And they're here to talk to us about their book, Love Cycles, Fear Cycles, How to Reduce Conflict and Increase Connection in Your Relationship. Their goal, helping couples to understand what goes right in relationships and what can go wrong. And when those things go wrong, how do you make them better? Welcome. Welcome, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. It's we such a delight to be, to be here. here. I was I was laughing with you before we began the program at how in the studio most people just sit in front of the microphones as far apart as possible and you guys are just scooched <laughs> up together there and it's like, okay, this is going to be good. And then I asked, now, how long have you been married? You've been practicing together for 20 years, more than 20 years, actually. Mm-hmm. And, and you've been married yeah. now? Married 23 years. Ah. So yeah. now, of course, if we're going to be talking relationships to make sure that you have credibility with our listeners, you got to tell us how you found each other. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we met at a workshop here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a healing workshop about healing the healer. And we were both working at the workshop. I was the sound man. <laughs> <laughs> setting up the levels and treble and bass and Deborah was a producer so to speak i guess and um so i thought oh my goodness music i love music and so i thought oh and this man really knows how to make all those things work so i was like yes it is true i've been the uh, technical one yes, uh, ever you since have. <laughs> that's true honey that's right and i thought wow Okay, so who, she's a beauty. Okay, so you made the ask. Is that what you're saying? You ask her out? How, I mean, um, I don't know. It seemed to me that, I mean, I was interested for sure, but I felt that Deborah made the first move. Oh, <laughs> she said we were talking somehow, and the discussion got around to dancing, and she said, "Well, you know, I, I do ballroom dancing, and I want to sh- want me to show you," and. uh Boom, right then and there. Oh, everybody else has left. It's just the two of us at the end of the workshop. and We're dancing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then that led to the first date, and official date, I guess. Yes, and the first right. date, I have to tell you, he cooked for me. Oh, oh well, and that I made you a keeper. Like, oh, absolutely <laughs> it did. I was just like stunned and delighted. Okay, so now how long did we date before you decided, as they say, to... Put a ring on it. Ah, well, we'd been dating about one year, and um, I wasn't sure what to do. So I asked my friend, Ginger, I said, you know, what's the story? What's the etiquette here? She said, you've been dating a year. You should know by now, you know, like 
do it or don't do it. So then I proposed. And you quickly said yes? Yes. <laughs> Even with the mascara was running down my cheeks and I was like so embarrassed. And then I thought, well, okay. You know, <laughs> but I was really like, yes, yes. All right. So there's another story here. How did he propose? Ooh. Uh, at our best friend's wedding. So we were out of town in D.C. Uh, at their wedding. And uh, so he proposed. I said yes. And then I went down to see my girlfriend as she's preparing. And she's in her dress and all this kind of stuff. And I just knelt down, you know, at her knee and put my hand in her lap. And I just looked at her with my ring and I just said, I said yes. <laughs> and she was just like, ah. That's what weddings are for. <laughs> yep, that's right. So it's one thing for a man and a woman to join together and become a couple, right. mm-hmm. married for life. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's another thing to marry the business. And that's what you guys did. So was that's that as true. easily done as, true. as the meet, the greet, and the I do's? Yes and no. I'd say yes because... I think we started out like right off. I was in another career. I was a PA before I went into all of this. So um, I had my whole medical type practice. And on the weekends, we'd be doing workshops. And I was the helper at the time. And I was just so fascinated by all of this. I had always been interested in sort of our mind-body-spirit connection. And so I got real into it real fast. I also have to say that I had always kind of sort of a little bit wanted to be a psychologist. And so since I didn't become a psychologist, I just figured, well, I married one. So I sort of got there through him. I'd have to say overall, big picture, our working together has been very, very good. Yes. And we're really enjoying working together now on this book. It's just oh my. so interesting for us. Oh. It's so fun and so different. Never a dull moment. But we did have one tough chapter. There was one tough chapter in the working together. And which one was that? And it was uh, a fight we got into about uh, how hard to work and who's working <laughs> how hard and who's working enough. <laughs> now... I am like a super oh. high achiever, so yes. I I yes. I do I yeah. work I, and it, at this phase I thought Deborah was not working hard enough. She wasn't doing this. She wasn't doing that. She wasn't doing the other thing, and I thought that if I mean how silly is this, but <laughs> in my crazy logic I thought if I only scolded her, then then she would work more. If I basically told her how bad she was, that would motivate her to work more. Well, surprise, What do you think surprise. happened with that? How did that work out for you? Yeah, not too well. Uh, it reminds me of the saying, uh, floggings will continue until the morale improves. And, uh, yeah, it didn't work out at all. And what we got into was these fights about um, Who's me, doing what when or something yeah, like and, that. Uh, each telling the other one we're bad. And it was a classic, what we call now a fear cycle. Okay. Mm-hmm. One thing we've learned is, as funny as this stuff is, in retrospect, mm-hmm. you know, all three of us realize what a silly, foolish thing to do. But it happens for real with people. Mm-hmm. People do things just like I did, mm-hmm. which you intend one thing, but wouldn't you know it, your result is dead on the opposite. 
That didn't make her more motivated. It made her less motivated. Yes, it did. She was less interested. So we got caught in what we now call a fear cycle. And we've discovered every couple's got at least one fear cycle like that. Thank God we got out of it. So tell me about this book, Love Cycles, Fear Cycles, Reduce Conflict and Increase Connection in Your Relationship. Uh, what made you want to write the book? Well, people have been asking us to do it for a long time. We teach uh, a couples therapy to other therapists as continuing education, and so they've been saying for so long, oh, you guys, please, please, please write a book on this. You've got to write a book on this. So we kind of, that was a really big piece of it. And I think the other piece is wanting so much to be able to gift, to give, to help in any way that we can, you know, in terms of trying to make it somehow, some way easier for people to begin to make changes in their life and uh, particularly in their relationship and in their home and their family and with the idea that when that gets better, then it also ripples out to the rest of, of, of the world. And for me, what people wanted us to teach was what I think of as my one unique idea. I've been doing this for over 20 years. I've learned so many other people's systems. I've worked to put them together and master them, but I came up with one unique idea that I think simply explains what goes right and what goes wrong. And that idea is love cycles, which is when both people feel good and act good, hallelujah, that's great time. That's good stuff. And then the other one called Fear cycles, when both people feel bad and both people act bad and it becomes a vicious cycle with each other. Hmm. I believe, based on a couple of thousand couples, that every couple has something like this, a worst case scenario, a perfect storm. It's, it's funny from the outside. It is nothing like funny on the inside. People each feel threatened and each react defensively, and it just gets worse and worse. And so I wanted to write down this one unique idea of mine, or the way I express it is what I think is unique, because we have a way of putting it together, and in the book you'll see how you can understand the cycle the two of you get into, and once you understand that, you can find a way out of it. Absolutely. David and Deborah have helped thousands of couples to save their marriages. They operate the Woods Fellow Institute for Couples, a marriage counseling practice here in Atlanta. It's one of the most successful couples therapy practices in the U.S. It's been approved by the American Psychological Association, the Georgia Psychological Association, the National Association of Social Workers, the Licensed Professional Counselor Association of Georgia, and the Marriage and Family Therapy Association of Georgia as a provider, as they've said, of continuing education for therapists. So, David, by putting all the secrets in the book, does that mean you're not going to have as many clients? <laughs> well, it's okay with me. Anyone who can learn yes, from this book, that's so true. more power to them. So now, break it down a little bit more. What's, you, you started to tell us what the love cycle is. I'm going to use an example. Great. So, you want to hear about the love cycle first? Yeah. Okay. So, when I feel loved by Deborah, I am naturally kind and generous. You noticed... As we chose chairs, mm -hmm. I naturally 
gave her the better chair. Because the chairs in this room really are terrible, everybody. <laughs> they really are. I'm standing up. So. Well, her, her chair is, is a very nice one. It is. Um, and that just occurs to me naturally. When I feel loved, I'm naturally generous and kind. Now, when I'm that way, Deborah feels... I feel cherished. And when I feel cherished, I naturally am way more engaged. Because otherwise I can be very sort of shy and reserved. When Deborah's engaged, I feel loved. Whoop. I'm naturally more kind and generous. And then I feel more cherished and I'm more engaged. And that and is engaging. our love cycle. And let me tell you. It's true. We want to spend as much time as we can in that cycle. That's right. We, we'd like to do it nonstop. We don't succeed in that. But that's what we want. We want to be in that energy flow. Life is good when that's what's going on. But then you find yourselves in that fear cycle when you're trying to get through writing a book together Ooh. and you didn't think she was pulling her weight and you let her know about it. Right. And then she pulled even less weight. Exactly. So that, explain that. Yeah. Okay. Here's how our fear cycle goes. In that moment, the way I feel is abandoned. I feel like, hey, wait, you're supposed to be here with me. Honey, honey, where are you? You're supposed to be helping. You're supposed to be here. I feel abandoned alone. Now, I've got a funny habit. When I feel abandoned, my worst reaction is to get angry. I get angry at the person who abandoned me. So I feel abandoned. I get angry. And when I get angry... Oh, I feel intimidated. I just kind of like... You know, it was rough during, you know, childhood sometimes. So I just back off and, you know, kind of like, well, let's not talk about this now. Let's not get any more involved. Let's get less involved. And so I back off, withdraw. And when Deborah backs off and withdraws, of course, I feel more abandoned. So now when I get angry, I'm not talking about hitting. I'm not talking about screaming. Oh, in the old days, I would scream. I don't do that anymore. But I'm talking about, I don't like this. This is bad. What you're doing is wrong. You should do different. And off we go in that fear cycle. That's our fear cycle. Abandoned, angry, intimidated, yeah. withdraw. Withdraw. Mm-hmm. Round and round. How do you move out of that fear cycle back into the love cycle? Number one, recognize it. So I think most people have one, and I think every one of us, number one, when you're in that fear cycle, realize you're in that fear cycle. Now, in a way that sounds obvious, except what most people do instead is all they realize is what their partner's doing wrong. And they're not thinking about what part am I playing or contributing to this. And they're not seeing the mutuality of it. That you're interconnected that way emotionally. Exactly. Absolutely. Love cycles, fear cycles, similar for most couples or different based upon the person and how he or she reacts to the stress of a situation in the marriage. Um, every couple has a different cycle. Well, not, not necessarily. There are many couples who have similar cycles, but... Um, there are a number of different negative cycles and love cycles, for that matter, that you can get into. And so um, 
the other part of your question was like, what do they do to get out of it? And it just, for each couple, it's a little different. But the main thing you want to think about is what, what can I do right now, this minute, in the middle of this, you know, what feels mess, um, do that both will help my couple, my, my partner, not feel criticized or put down, and also what can I do that about me and the way I'm reacting so I don't do just automatic? Well, that's so right, honey. And it makes me laugh because a practical guy like me is very interested in what can I do? Mm-hmm. And you're right. Mm-hmm. So the number one practical thing you can do is don't do things that make your partner feels bad. I know for me, number one rule, don't get angry. But you still do at times. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sure. And when I do, hopefully pretty darn soon I realize, uh-oh, that wasn't right. And then I stop it. And then I apologize. And then I repair it. So that might sound like, oh, honey, God, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, you know, that's not the best way for me to be doing this. Look, can we talk about this more calmly? To can which she's likely again? to say, mm-hmm. no, not now. She's likely to say, no. Well, that I, would be need... my natural instinct would be like, what, are you kidding? I just want to, you know, leave the room. I want to, you know, go play with the dog or something, you know. And then what I would do is I'd, I'd want to say, no, we need to fix it right now, right now. And I'd now. say, no, 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 no. we'll do I it later. Should, <laughs> what I should say instead is, that makes sense. I got why you need some time and space. Very cool. Go ahead, sweetie. And then let me know when you're ready to talk about it because I'm sorry I got angry. I do have a problem with whatever it is, but I want to talk about it in a mellower way. Is it healthy for couples to fight? Um, The answer is yes. It depends on how they fight. Keep going. Disagreements, necessary. Differences of opinion, of preference, of style, of interest, absolutely. And probably useful to talk about things rather than push them all under the rug. That's what's the good part about, quote, fighting. Having a difference of opinion. And being able to talk about problems and difficulties. That's all plus. Nastiness, all minus. not, Not a good thing hurting each other's feelings, Mm -mm. getting too loud, saying unkind things, that's not good. Right. So it's all about the way. Um, Now, some people only use the word fight for nasty. Other people might use it for any and all conflict or differences. So, no, I don't think nastiness is good at all. But I do think, you know, having a sincere discussion about disagreements or problems is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to say that also I'm the one that sort of would back off or withdraw or something like that. And I just want to say that, you know, what I can do different when I am in that situation is think about, now, wait a minute. If I pull back, he's going to feel all the more left alone with this problem and this difficulty. So I can kind of give him a status report and say, well, let me think about this. Ah, oh, well, I think you're raising an interesting point. Uh, 
let me just get a glass of water. I'll be right back, and we can talk about this some more. Or it has some work. way of keeping engagement going as opposed to what I'm really inside. I might feel like, wah, I want to leave the scene. <laughs> and if she said something like that, that'll work for me. And my version of it is, if I tell her angrily what I don't like, it's just going to drive her away, and I'm going to wind up more abandoned. And that can happen in a second. So that's not the way for me to go. So yes, when I'm feeling angry, slow down, stop, think, pause, calm down. Sure, my feeling's important. Sure, there's an issue. But it's time for me to be careful and not just do my bad pattern. And what's delightful is how well that works for me. Every time I do this, it's like, whoa, because I'm not making the situation worse. That's very true. I have to say that, you know, even after these years of doing this, that when I hear you say, oh, honey, I'm sorry, I was really getting angry there. I do have something I want to talk about. Could we find a way to talk about it that could work for both of us so we can come to a solution about it? And I just go, oh, gosh, that is so, I don't know, it's so respectful. It's so, um, I feel like there's hope for us to get through whatever that difficulty might be. So here's my recommendation for listeners who are like me. Mm -hmm. That is likely to express too much. One time today, today, one time bite your tongue. Just once. At one moment in the day when you're about to say something, just bite your tongue, don't say it, pause, and think. Just exercise that one time. And you'll be surprised at the results. Yes. Yes. So we're almost out of time, but not quite. I want to hit you guys with a couple of rapid-fire questions. More people today are single than married. Um, what is the secret to a happy marriage? Oh, for me, it's straightforward. Staying in your love cycle as much as possible. Getting out of your fear cycle again and again and again so you spend less time in it. Yes, I but agree. Things to do to maintain a healthy marriage. Now that we understand that conflict and disagreement can be good, as long as it is managed well. Yes, management is that, that's a key piece. And then the other thing is, um, the thing that I would recommend is one thing that you can do today is to do something that will just simply make your partner feel good. You know, it's uh, give them a warm fuzzy, so to speak, is the way I'd say it from the woman's point of view, um, but something that they would think of as a warm fuzzy. And the other thing would be make sure that you do one thing today that clearly will stop, you know, making your partner feel worse. You know, we kind of know how we can keep the cycle going. So do one thing to stop that cycle. Just one thing. And I, I like that one thing to make them feel good. It mm -hmm. could be a tiny thing. could be a Truly. word. could Truly. be a hug. could be a touch. It could be but a little But intentionally, chocolate. on purpose today, regardless of whatever else is going on, at one moment... Just do something to make them feel good. That's a thing you can do today. Change that energy. In yeah. our book, we explain a lot more 
about love cycles and fear cycles. And we'll teach you how to figure out the details of your fear cycle because they are different for each couple. You need to know that because that's what you need to stay out of it. And that's the biggest takeaway from love cycles, fear cycles, identifying your triggers and how to manage them. Exactly. Exactly. The book, Love Cycles, Fear Cycles, by Dr. David Woodsfellow, Ph.D., Deborah Woodsfellow, MPH, in stores, gosh, just this week, released on the 27th 27th. of March. Mm -hmm. And so it's new in stores on Amazon. Uh, Last thing you would have our listeners take away from what they've heard from us today. Well, I want to mention that we'll also be speaking at the Ponce de Leon Library on Saturday, April 7th at 4 o'clock, and then on Monday, April 9th, at Tall Tales Bookstore on Monday at 7 p.m. You're welcome to join us at either of those places. One thing to take away, do something nice for him today. Bite your tongue once. That's right, because it's... And I'd like to say um, the thought that I have is just start right where you are. Right now, right today, just start where you are and do what you can. Start with one thing. And love will keep us together. As the captain and Tennille said, it's not an original thought. Absolutely. Once again, the book is Love Cycles, Fear Cycles. The authors, David Woodsfellow, Deborah Woodsfellow, you guys are just cute. I'm happy I got to meet you today. Thanks so much for being with us. Thank Thank you, you, Candace. Candace. It's our pleasure. Perspectives is a half hour we produce with you in mind. If there's something you think we ought to be talking about, let me hear from you. Tweet me, MyAndalusCondo29 on Twitter, or leave a message on our Facebook page. We do appreciate your listening and hope you'll be back next week at this same time as we examine another perspective.